polygons and fun the video game podcast where we talk about anything under the video game sun i'm your host riley and none of my co-hosts are here uh Gingy's still on his wonderful romantic vacation actually he probably isn't anymore but he's at home asleep after coming home from said vacation just now or is on the play i don't know what i, I don't know the status of Gingy. the point is he's not here <laughs> Instead, welcome Mo Diggity. Well, hello everyone. It's great to be here. It, it's so funny, right? Because the thing about Mo is Mo is just like such like a good, reliable, entertaining friend of mine. That like whenever there's there's a hole to fill, like in something I need to do, he's always oh, the first okay. Guy all right, all right. we need to like work on the phrasing <laughs> a, a, a little bit. Of that. Like, Look. Whenever there's a hole to fill, it's like now. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Whenever there's a hole to fill in my contents. Okay, now still, still, we gotta work on the phrasing. When I, whenever there is a spot that needs to be taken up by another person in one oh, of my okay, that's, productions. That's almost, that's almost <laughs> phrasing, but I'll go ahead and allow because that's that's good enough that I'm not feeling holes of yours or anything like that. So good. good. I, I just I need to make sure that we're on the same page here. So anyway, Mo always ends up on this show when we need to like fill spots. So it's just so funny that he this is his third time on the show, and he has never been on the show at the same time as Jinji, who was on like ninety seven percent of the episodes. Have uh, me and him uh, been on the same podcast? I think uh, like the second time, wasn't it? No. No, you've think- never been on the show the same time as Gingy. The first time it was like all the other co-hosts were here and you were here as the guest. The second time it was me, you and Robin. And this is the third time. It was crazy. I really enjoyed that MoCast does pixels, polygons and fun. <laughs> the MoCast takeover. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah it's like, dude, we were like fucking uh, uh, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash and uh, Robin was our Hulk Hogan, our ace in the hole, our third person, if you will, our mystery person. It was me. It was me, Robin. It was me all along. It was me, Robin, the whole time. <laughs> we are the new world order of pixels, polygons, and fun. Uh, yeah, I I feel like getting sued has become a legitimate fear of nine, even though it would never happen. Just seeing things like the lull suit with Dick and Maddox just makes me scared that somehow I'm going to do something stupid. And it's going to result in me having to pay thousands of dollars in lawyer fees to make it go away. You know, I actually thought about that. And my uh, my approach to it is I'm just I'm just not going to show up to court. I'm not going to pay it. I'm not going to do anything. And the second that they, uh, you know, I'm not going to give them any indication that I'm going to be a flight risk or uh, or uh, uh, flee the country or anything. But that's pretty much exactly what I plan on doing if I ever got sued. Or something like that. I was like, hey, I'm going to sue you for $20,000 and I'll see you in Mexico, motherfucker. Because I'm only a few hours away from the fucking border. And you I heard it here, folks. You heard it here first. You heard it here first, folks. Publicly on Pixels Polygons and Fun. If Mo Diggity were to be sued, he would flee the country. <laughs> With my luck, someone would actually clip that. Completely in context. <laughs> this will be played in court someday. Uh, it was like, this yeah, so, yeah, so five years ago, Mr. Diggity, you said, and I quote, I wouldn't let them know that I would be a, a flight risk or a 
or a flee or, or I would flee the country or anything, but that's what I plan on doing. You have anything to say for yourself, Mr. Diggity? And I was like, feet don't fail me now. And I try to run out of that courtroom <laughs> and I'm gonna get fucking football tackled by every You make you make like guard. the you make the noise, the like the Rick and Morty noise. You remember baby legs from interdimensional cable? <laughs> 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 yeah, that that's how I'm gonna run out, just going all right, but anyway, we got a whole segment for shit like this yeah, at we, the end. We, we so let's save some of this. Go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's fucking go ahead and go. Yeah. So uh, we got to fucking talk about the news, but first I got to take the stupid fucking phone call. I'll be right back. Oh, yes. Oh, I see. Good news, everyone. And welcome back to the news. Mo. So- What's your call plan? What what's your cell plan? Uh I got T-Mobile unlimited wireless to call Professor Farnsworth all day. You know, I I'll, I'll be honest, I don't have anything more to add to that. I thought you were just going to shout at me and we're going to go back and forth in a minute, <laughs> but you actually you actually answered probably kind of truthfully of what plan you actually have. So, uh what what what, what do you need me to do, sir? I need you to tell me about your news article. Well, the news article, Mo does the news on pixels, polygons, and fun. Today's news bit comes from The Verge. Uh, BlizzCon 2021 has been canceled, though there is a global event set for early 2022. All right, I don't think I'll read the entire thing, but, uh, you know, just tell me when you want me to stop, all right? Just like, just go over any important points. Like, it's really up to you how you read the article. I don't care. Oh, okay. Well, I'm looking at it right now. It's just like a, a two paragraph. So, all right. <clears throat> BlizzCon, Blizzard's annual fan convention, has been canceled this year due to the COVID-19 pandemic, like it was last year. However, the company plans to host a quote-unquote global event set for quote-unquote early the early part of next year, the company announced Wednesday. Building an in- in-person BlizzCon is an epic and complex affair that takes many months of pe- preparation. Uh, and, you know, that's pretty much true because every fucking red shirt shows up and they fucking trash them. Like, BlizzCon is like a magical, wonderful, thunderful event, if you will, uh, that uh, the pretty much like the, mo- the majority of Blizzard fans go there to shit all over the fucking devs and the fucking people. They're like, it's fucking great, you know? There isn't, like, a BlizzCon where they... Uh, it looks like the the people who made uh, Blizzard and the people who work at Blizzard aren't just sent home crying by fucking day one of the event. It's fucking awesome. That anyway. sounds like what would happen if they tried to hold a Pokemon convention with the actual devs there. Oh, dear God. <laughs> the, <laughs> the ongoing complexities and uncertainties of the pandemic have impacted our ability to properly move forward on these many on many of these fronts. And ultimately, we're now past the point where we'd be able to develop the kind of event we'd want to create for you in November. The global events for next year will comprise an online show like the BlizzCon Online that took place in February and smaller in-person gatherings, journalists and fucking pre-planned, pre-picked fucking questions and no red shirts asking if this is an out-of-season April Fool's joke or anything like that. The company says it will reveal more about the event in the future. So, 
uh, uh, Blizzard is using McCovid uh, to uh, not uh, uh, show their shit this year. Probably, if I were to uh, venture a guess, they probably have fuck all to present. Like, I'm looking at a, a screenshot of Diablo 4 on this Verge article here, and that's probably all they have right now. So, yeah, uh, it, it's not really a disappointment, and honestly, uh, uh, Blizzard, the company, is a huge shit show. And really, I just love, you know, I love the games. Like, I, I can't put down the Diablo series, Overwatch, World of Warcraft, StarCraft. Like, these are games I fucking grew up with. And, uh, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll support the company as little as I can. And I'm not going to no fucking BlizzCon, but Jesus. Uh, it, it is, I'll give BlizzCon this. They produce some freaking great memes and some great entertainment uh, uh, unintended unexpected entertainment but entertainment nonetheless i'm pretty sure does not exist a current uh, like game by blizzard that i give a shit about Uh, like full disclosure (laughs) yeah i i i get that like ever since uh because blizzard has been on a downward freaking they made overwatch right is yeah, they Blizzard? made Overwatch. Uh, they they've got partnered with Activision and all that. Like they've been on a downward spiral since uh, a little bit before they were uh, acquired by Activision, and they've just been like periodically will shit on the fan base or shit on the fan base of games specifically, or just do stupid boneheaded moves or say boneheaded stuff at like BlizzCon, and uh, really there's. The, the the beautiful fucking utopian uh, fantasy, the idea of a blizzard has been long since put to the fucking sword. And we'll, we'll never see that again. But, you know, maybe one you will we'll always have the memories and there are always private fucking servers for probably most of their games. Yeah, uh, honestly, for... For being a person who's been on a video game podcast for no lo- so long, I know shockingly little about the gaming industry. Like, I can't even recall what games Blizzard made besides Overwatch. <laughs> like, You're everything missing- I know, everything you- I know about like game companies and industries is literally just like the information I've retained mm-hmm. from doing this news segment for 144 episodes. <laughs> I hate to say it, but like these days, you're not missing anything. Uh, the, the the glory days of the video game industry itself, not games or gaming, but the industry, the glory days are like long since fucking gone. It's all uh, sterile, very, very corporate, very uh, mean spirited. It, it just it, it sucks all around. Y- you might get like a lucky and get with a like a No Man's Sky dev team. Or something like that, but like uh, going to work at like Blizzard or Riot or or anything or Epic or anything like that. Like, dude, it's a freaking shit show. It's not worth pursuing anymore. Indie gaming, however, uh, I mean, I think Epic is worth pursuing now because they're in such a funny lawsuit. Oh my god. Oh yeah, I I was wanting to bring the uh, Blizzard Apple law, the uh, the Epic and Blizzard (laughs) lawsuit, but I talked about that the last time. Wait, did Epic Uh, and Blizzard have a lawsuit? I was talking about Epic and Apple. Oh yeah. Oh no no no. Oh, not Epic and Blizzard. I misspoke. Uh, Oh okay. uh, The Epic Apple 
uh, lawsuit. And I, I talked about that probably the first or second time I was on here. And uh, one day, I guess I would love to make some room to uh, to uh, get an update because there's been some crazy updates. It's uh, pretty deep. Honestly, like I keep hearing funny tidbits. Like I, I, I just want once it's all said and done, somebody to fucking go over it and give me all the good juicy parts. Probably, probably Nick Ricada, realistically. Oh yeah, uh, I'm, I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty sure like a, a super ta- chatter to toward Nick Ricada will probably end up with a really sweet, uh, uh Blizzard v Apple uh, uh, lawsuit synopsis. Epic v Apple. <laughs> Just keep, yeah, keep, that's, keep mixing that's, Blizzard in there. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> yeah, goddamn Blizzard, and we're talking about the uh, the Apple fucking uh, Epic lawsuit, dude. I can't like, believe Blizzard sued <laughs> Apple, dude. It's like, dude, it wasn't fucking Blizzard. Will you please get your shit straight? This is not a credible news. Get source. your shit, put it together, put it in a box. <laughs> get your shit together. You know, I'm I'm wearing a pickle Rick T-shirt right now. That's just, that's uh, great. Yeah, we're making Rick and Morty jokes like a, a bunch of savages. Yeah, the reason is because sometimes I'll have like stints where I get into something random really deeply for like a couple weeks, and that's me and Rick and Morty right now. So I'm like super Rick and Morty mode. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, just stay away from the fan base. The fan base is total biscuit ass cancer. I also just finished season four for the first time, and I was quite. It's pretty good. I liked it. People don't like it, but I'm like, ah, it's good. <laughs> Except for the dragon episode. It's kind of I grody. fucking love I love <laughs> the dragon episode. It's easily I think it's my favorite episode. Uh, uh like all around that I, I love that episode. I love the cat and uh uh Jerry and and Rick's uh That's the best part the of the cat. episode. That's the best part yes. of the episode. I, I fucking love that. It's like fuck you. We like to fuck Willie Mammoths. Shut the fuck up, Michael. Well, at least I'm not into shit play. Y'all the only one that likes to fuck that. And then the masturbatory cave, the masturbatium or badrium or whatever. Whatever they call love, it. Yeah, I, I fucking love this shit out of that guy. It's just like it's easily my favorite episode. And the, just the best part of that episode is the fact that that cat like committed unspeakable atrocities like to gain the ability make, to talk. Yeah, that, anything like, that. Anything that makes Rick puke is fucking dark and like you know, uh, you know, just just terrible. Jerry, I have a device. It'll make us forget. I don't know if I want to forget. Somebody needs to remember. Somebody <laughs> will. <laughs> it's a beautiful moment. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, enough about Rick and Morty. Um, I totally got... gaming news. Of course. Uh, look. When you got me and Mo, you got tangents. I'm sorry that if this is news to you, that's just how we operate. That's how we roll, jelly roll. But uh, from GamesIndustry.biz, our favorite website here, uh, by uh, Jeffrey Ra- Rozow, Rozo. I don't know how to pronounce that. Microsoft announces merged Xbox and Bethesda Game Showcase presentation featuring xbox game studios bethesda and other titles to be held june 13th microsoft today confirmed what many had expected that it will combine the annual xbox e3 press conference with that of its recent acquisition bethesda the presentation is dated for june 13th at 10 a.m pacific time 
You've told us how excited you are about welcoming Bethesda into the Xbox family, so we know you're going to want a front row seat to the Xbox and Bethesda Game Showcase, said Xbox Game Marketing GM Aaron Grenberg. A 90-minute show packed with everything you want to know about the epic gaming lineup coming out of this partnership, the incredible games coming to Xbox this holiday, upcoming releases on Xbox Game Pass, and more. And then stuff about the Bethesda acquisition, but that's basically the news, is that Bethesda and Xbox, they're going to have one big presentation for E3. Yes. Oh, man. I don't think it's going to make... Well, it could make the games a lot better because, like... Hold on a second. I'm going to cough. Sorry for the coughing. Um, It could make the games a lot better because, like, I'm going to be honest here because I am a Bethesda fanboy. I, I, I don't... I, I love the, uh, the the games that the company makes and all that stuff. But uh, they've been making like kind of the same game with slightly improved gra- uh, graphics for every iteration. And honestly, it's fun. I, I, I love what the shit Bethesda out of it. What does Bethesda make again? <laughs> God damn it. Hold on. <laughs> let, me, let me finish my sentence here. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, and I, I shall tell you. But uh, they, they've been making the same sort of games for, like, the last, like, long time in just different skins, different worlds. And I love it. It's part of the charm. But they gotta, they, they've got to update the fucking graphics engine. And I, I think Microsoft will uh, e- eventually, hopefully, do that. Now, the games, of course, I'm talking about, Riley, is uh, of the Fallout series, the uh, uh, the fucking uh, Morrowind Elder Scrolls series. Okay, Fallout and Skyrim. Yeah, I remember now. I remember Bethesda now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they've got, like, a, a ton of really, really great games. I even like Fallout 76, even though that's, like, a bastard child, and, and it, it did not have a good year one, and... It started to come together a little bit in year two because, man, the the launch for Fallout 76 was a complete shit show. Like, if people who who uh, got into Warlords of Draenor for World of Warcraft and you remember how fucking terrible that that uh, uh, hour one day one fucking launch was, uh, that's pretty much the exact same thing. But for almost an entire year for Fallout 76. And oh, great. It sounds like a wonderful time. Oh, man, you'll be lucky if you're just getting bugs. Uh, it's mostly crashes, random disconnects in the middle of a fucking dungeon uh, or any kind of like big world events. I mean, it was just a an absolute shit show. But I know I just want to say I know that Genji screamed at his laptop screen with OBS open when I said that I didn't remember what Bethesda made. I, As Jinji is hearing this right now in the editing bay, I'm sure he's already sent me a DM calling me an idiot, and now he knows that I know that in the past. Can you feel I, him I, screaming I have, at you? I have foreseen you? it. I have foreseen it through my mind's eye. <laughs> You're, you can tell, like, you're getting some weird premonition vibe from the future. And it's like, rah, 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 Riley, rah, you stupid piece of shit. I can see, I can <laughs> see the DM in my head written by Raging Jinji on, like, in the future that just says, you idiot, you don't know what Bethesda is. What the fuck, dude? 
but um, I believe we have a we have a gentleman who needs to uh, come into the studio. I gotta let him in. They keep changing the locks on him. The motherfuckers. I have to give him a new key every fucking week. And who would that be? Uh, one our our personal gaming historian Vito Gomez. He's I gotta let him in here. I gotta open the door. This is definitely not me stalling to pull up the tapes that I need. <laughs> oh yeah, you know it's it's not like you weren't caught with your pants down or anything no, like that. No, no, anything I, embarrassing I, like that. You no, Vito. I had to let Vito in, dude. Now now he's in. Here he is. Hello, everybody. I am here for another installment of this day in gaming history. It's it's it's, it's kind of refreshing to hear no back chat while I start. It's, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, this day in 1998, Final Fantasy VII was released for PC. This day in 1999, Ape Escape was released for the PlayStation. Ape Escape. This day... It, it was a pretty good game. This day in 2012... Max Payne 3 was released to the PC. And finally, this day in 2019, Trover Saves the Universe was released to the PlayStation 4. And this has been This Day in Gaming History. Thank you, Vito. And now it is time to get into the games thing that we do after the news segment and the Vito. We will be right back. It's nice to have a guest on every once in a while, isn't it? It is. But hey, welcome to the to the fucking games we played. We talk <laughs> about all the games that we played this week, or just in general recently. In the case of Mo, that is not on the show every week, like I am. So Mo, oh, okay. what games have you been playing recently? Oh, okay. Uh, well, what games I've been playing recently? Well, uh, I've been taking a break from a, a few games I usually play, though. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War has an 80s action hero theme uh, event going on right now, and I've been playing the ever-loving hell out of that, especially on stream, uh, where I got like a, a fucking clip of me trying to kill this dude with the fucking crossbow, shooting him at point blank range. But as I go to shoot the little reticle, like goes slightly left or right, and I fucking miss the guy completely. So uh, yeah, it's it's Cold War, and uh, <laughs> I've been playing a shitload of Plants vs Zombies lately. Oh, that game is that's nostalgic right there. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't know how nostalgic uh, I was for that game. I thought, uh, hold on one sec. I think I need to get me some agua. Pardon me, y'all. Let me go ahead and get me. Um, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know that I was so nostalgic for uh, 2012, 2013, uh, which I think were the last uh great great years of for gaming i i think that was the end of its uh uh golden age and uh since mm -hmm. 2013 it's been kind of a downward spiral into uh downward uh, into spiral 
downward spiral. It's been a downward. <laughs> it's been a downward spiral into uh, mediocrity and the insistence upon mainstream acceptance. What do the normals uh, play? Can we get them off a of Candy Crush? No way. Hashtag mobile gamers are gamers too, and all this fucking crap. Uh, so. <laughs> There goes Jinji screaming at his laptop again. So, <laughs> you know, I, so now because of uh, what, what was supposed to be kind of fun games like uh, like Bejeweled and Angry Birds turned into a uh, uh, some sort of bullshit activist fucking uh, movement where everyone was like, you you freaks and weirdos that we've hated and kind of low-key discriminated against for fucking decades. We want into your hobbies and we want to now. Wah. And so fucking society just fucking bitches and moans and cries for like, you know, a couple of years until we're practically forced to let them in our hobbies. And, you know, now look what we got. It's just a, a fucking shit show. Now we've reached. Yes. 2012, 2013 was like the last like good, good years for gaming. And Final. you know well, we 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 do have some gems. Uh, I guess the silver lining is uh, independent gaming, like on on Steam. Like you, can, practically anyone can get their shit published on Steam. Uh, 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 there is a resurgence of that, so there is some good. It's just that we'll never see the uh, the the golden land uh, of uh, what was once uh promised to us like you work hard as a gamer as a kid and you get into college and all that like you can you can get yourself a job in the industry it's not really you know like we kind of found out the hard way another dream dashed by adulthood anyway riley what games have you been playing lately well mr mo diggity i've been playing uh, not a lot of video games. I don't really do that a lot because I'm stupid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've played Smash Bros. a little bit with uh, with our good mutual friend, Andrew. Uh, and he beat me up a lot because I'm bad at the game. <laughs> Smash um, Bros. is a ton of fun. I love the shit out of that game. It is. It's, it is a good time. Smash Bros. was one of the deciding... Uh, of uh reasons why i got a switch and uh i'm i'm really really happy with the switch purchase like i every time i look at it or play it i'm like dude this was totally worth the uh the the weight because like uh uh, during like uh at the height of the pandemic like nintendo really uh fucking won the uh the the game of like what do we do now uh during the pandemic you know they they fucking their sales soared while Xbox and uh, PlayStation's releases are, oh man, talk about fucking nose nose dives into oblivion, man. That's a rant for another day, though. But yeah, uh, fucking all the world during lockdown, it seems like purchased the fucking Nintendo Switch console, and you know I'm I'm really happy that that console exists, man. It's it, it's definitely uh, well, no pun intended, a game changer. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Nice, bro. That's a pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good. I think Jinji's proud now. He stopped yelling. He's he's got his hand to his heart. He he feels as if his presence exists on this show, even without him here. Because when Halo- we make stupid puns like that, uh, it Halo really... theme intensifies. <laughs> 
But anyway, so fuck, have I played anything else? Not especially. I played for like ten minutes some ninja game that they put on uh the NES library <laughs> for the Switch. For when you have Switch online you get the NES games. Some like Japanese arcade game where you play as a little chibi ninja kid guy. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of ghost ladies, and you gotta kill the ghost ladies with ninja stars, and you gotta make it to the top of the map. I think is the goal. This almost sounds like you're talking about Ninja Gaiden. You see, that's what Jason said too. But no, that's not true. You don't fight ghost ladies in Ninja Gaiden. You don't fucking climb to the top. You're not a chibi. It's not Ninja Guy. It's not. I I don't know what game you're playing then. It's fucking Ninja D- G- Star G- Densetsu or whatever. I don't know what it's called. It's some Japanese NES game that they, they gave to us Americans because they that we wanted more games. And they were you like, know, oh, you want more good games? Here's the shit you've never heard of. You know what? If you'll permit me for a second, I, I, w- I would like to talk about some, uh, oh, where the hell is that fucking uh, uh, thing? I'll, I'll tell you in a sec, but I, I've been watching a lot of... Uh, um, YouTube videos where it, it's the evolution of bosses and stuff in, in the Castlevania series, uh, this YouTube channel called Bits and Beats. And I learned a lot of Castlevania history. Like, for example, uh, Castlevania was supposed to be, uh, it was named something else completely different in, uh, in Japan. Monster and House. <laughs> I think that's it, isn't it? I don't know. I made that up. Oh, well, I think one of them is monster something. So, yeah. Uh, But yeah. uh, So it's it's based off of a of a a Japanese game, which is almost like ninety nine percent replicated in the American version. But instead of the Japanese Japanese name, they turned. They renamed it for American audiences, for Western audiences, Castlevania, because you're in a castle in Transylvania, and since it's Dracula theme, they figured that the American people would identify that with a lot easier, and that would help them. I literally years. never got that. I never got that reference. Castlevania just exists so individually in my mind that I never got that it was a Transylvania reference. Yeah, yeah, because like you know, it's it's a, a Dracula uh, centric, so he's in. I understand. I get it now that you've told me, but it's just that Castlevania as a name has such its own identity now that I never even made that connection. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty sure that's literally it. I don't think I've played any other video games. I'd. I don't play video games enough to be on a video game podcast anymore. I think I've I think I've crossed <laughs> that threshold of <laughs> that not being the case. Oh, one more thing. I played a fucking Pokemon ROM hack for a little bit. Cause fucking oh, Odin because cool. Odin's been getting me in that mood. Our good friend Odin, co-host of the show. Um, he as you know, listeners, has been playing a lot of Pokemon ROM hacks, and I was like, I want to play a ROM hack. Two, but not the ones he's playing. I want to play a new one in a new place with new, new things to do. So I, I, I searched the internet for a ROM hack that I hadn't heard of before that was like good and finished, 
and I came across Pokemon Sienna. I don't remember much of the story or what the region is called, but I know it's a new region. You're a new guy. You run around, you catch all the Pokemon. There's new Pokemon. Whoever made this hack, they made up a bunch of Pokemon. And they look kind of weird, but I also like them. Except for, specifically, there's a bunny, and he's a magician. And he's not weird at all. I just love him. I want him to be a real Pokemon. <laughs> he's, a, he's a little bunny, and he's got a top hat and a magic wand. He's a psychic type. He's a magician. Because <laughs> of the rabbit in the hat. It's funny. <laughs> Disgusting. But yeah, I've been playing Pokemon Sienna. It's been fun. I, I recommend in terms of the Pokemon games that I actually have time obligations to play and should be playing because I'm supposed to finish them for the sake of other people, I've not played any of that. <laughs> I have a Pokemon uh, Y Nuzlocke where I was supposed to be finished with the second gym two weeks ago. <laughs> and I have just barely started to progress through the game after the first gym. And then I have my the Nuzlocke World Tour where we're all playing Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow, the original. I was supposed to finish my LEGO gameplay. Well, I'm supposed to finish it by Monday night and also do PvP with my opponents. And I have not even started this cycle. (laughs) And I had to finish it by Monday, or I have to take points off of myself, which will be painful considering up until now I've had a completely perfect score. I've had the highest points I could possibly have because I've won every battle and not lost a single Pokemon. And I'll have to, I'll have to stab myself in the foot because I didn't finish the cycle on time. <laughs> <laughs> there's still, there's still tomorrow afternoon. Maybe I'll fucking pull myself up by my bootstraps and actually finish that on time. I really, <laughs> I really, you know, with Pokemon X and Y. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is because I love X and Y. But it's just I'll go to pick it up and I'll be like, no, we'll do it later. And I feel bad because I have opponents this time where, like, usually the people I do Nuzlocke with, they know my bullshit. So they just get pissed at me when I don't finish on time. So at that point, I can be like, well, fuck you. I don't care if you're mad at me. But these people are, like, actually nice and understanding, so I feel guilty (laughs) that I've stunted their Nuzlocke challenge, because they're actually being, like, super cool about it. And I'm like, oh, no. They're such nice, pure people, and I'm making them wait. Why am I doing this? But it's because I'm... Because I'm a piece of shit. Because I'm depressed, and it makes me not want to do anything. That's why. Because I'm cripplingly depressed all of the time. That's the real reason. But the- <laughs> I'd say let's not get into that on the podcast. But we talk about depression all the time on this show. So it's the main theme. Yeah, Leo. So- let's not rope depression into our fun gaming podcast. Listen, it's the one trait that we all share on this show is that we're all depressed. Depression. <laughs> but- oh, I'm so down. Depressed. Oh, man. All right. So but- moving on. <laughs> yep. So it's time to move on to our topic. We will be right back. And welcome back 
to the topic where we talk about our main topic of the show. The main topic. And today we're talking about Twitch.tv is a website where you can go. Mo, you want to... Everyone's favorite place in the world. Mo, you want to give us the the general Wikipedia summary history of Twitch.tv real quick? <laughs> well, Twitch.tv is uh, a place where one who uh, wants to be some sort of content creator, I, uh, they'll go to the place and they'll uh, start their stuff. Now, now you think that everything would be, you know, just a... Uh, Roses and sunshine, and you know. No, I didn't say start ranting already. I said, "Tell me the history of the platform, real quick." Oh, okay, I thought that's what you wanted me to do. All right, <laughs> no, all right. I but, wanted you to like yeah, tell me like uh, when Twitch was founded, what it is, you know, oh, oh, a little bit uh, of background. Well, well, Twitch TV, I think, uh, uh, sprung from some other. I, I think it was a Justin TV. Yes, it was Justin TV, which was like a very general streaming website, and Twitch was like its gaming spinoff. But then eventually Twitch just fucking ate Justin TV, never yeah. to be seen again. Dude, it, it was like they were twins in the womb and one uh, absorbed the other. And Justin TV was the unfortunate one to be absorbed into uh, the new body, the all-encompassing uh, thing that is uh, now Twitch.tv. It's truly, truly a powerful force. But um, so yeah, Twitch has been around for a little while not not as long as some of the other popular platforms i'm trying to find like when exactly it was founded oh i'm sure you could just google that that seems like a real easy thing to google yeah that's what i'm doing mo it's just that my phone is slow and it takes a minute I love how Google categorizes it. All like, right, uh, uh, 2007. Boom! Got it. it really? Uh, really? Yeah, no, uh, uh, no it, it started life in 2007 and launched June uh, 2011. What does that mean? What is the difference? What oh, launched? Launch. Well, it, 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 uh, uh, it was a spinoff of Justin TV. It, oh, it so Justin TV was in 2007. Okay. Yeah, uh, Twitch is a live streaming platform focused on video games. Lie. It was founded by <laughs> Justin Tan in 2011, originally as a spinoff of Justin.tv. The latter started life in 2007 as a single channel, broadcasting Tan's life, or, uh, uh, life live around the clock, pioneering the concept of life casting. So, yeah, yeah, Justin.tv started in 2007. And then Twitch.tv sort of sprung from the uh, the Mogwai uh, body of uh, of Justin, and then turned into a fucking gremlin, and then uh, ate uh, that Mogwai body. Of course, but um, Twitch Twitch is a place for video games, which I, I guess Mo says is a lie, but I, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there, I promise. Um, Seriously, all I'm going to say is just go to twitch.tv right now and see what's on the fucking front page all over the goddamn thing. Jesus Christ. So Twitch is something... Yeah, Twitch is something that is very familiar to people around our community. Um, A lot of our... Well, I think every host of the show has Twitch streamed at some point. And... 
at the very least, uh, Odin, not Odin, uh, DJ and Val are, have been doing it very regularly as of late and seem to be finding some success with it. And, you know, me and Jinji do it sometimes. Odin plans on doing it soon. Everybody here, we, we, we love the Twitch. We're, we're big advocates for the Twitch. Well, you yeah. know, we're big advocates for utilizing Twitch for the purposes that it gives us. Like the same thing where I like using YouTube and using the services that it provides, but I do not, I do not advocate YouTube <laughs> as, as a company. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's it's hard to uh, it's hard to back either company. As much as I love Twitch, and as much as I've spent you know hours of every fucking waking moment since two thousand six ish, seven ish, uh, on YouTube, uh, you know it's it's hard to back them for obvious reasons. Dude, when I got into Twitch for the first time, my first get into twitch time i was literally in sixth grade and i remember that because back in my middle school we had school ipads and there was an app on the school ipad because normally the websites and like all the cool shit were blocked and you couldn't download apps but there was one app we had called like photon i think it was which was a flash browser where you could have the flash player on your ipad oh and, like, sweet sweet we needed it for school shit so they couldn't take it away from us, at least not that year, until they figured out an alternative. But there were certain websites where they, if they, they were blocked on the normal browser, but they weren't blocked on Photon. And one of those websites was Twitch. So I remember like during like school, like before school, like out in the lunch area, I would like watch Twitch streams <laughs> on my fucking school iPad. It was great. It's, it's really nostalgic just remembering being so young and being into Twitch. Like the, I still remember some of the streamers I watched. Like I've talked to them, like in in the last couple of years. Like shit, dude, I haven't seen you since fucking fucking middle school, dude. Oh man, uh, yeah, dude, it, it's it's a fucking trip because I got into Twitch in 2017. Like, uh, give you a, a super super quick, uh, hist- uh, uh uh, a rundown of my stream of streaming history for me. I used to watch Justin.tv all the time. Like it was the go-to site when you wanted to uh, uh, watch something interesting and fun. And also when people would illegally rebroadcast pay-per-view events, <laughs> you know, you can find like a million of them on Justin. Oh yeah, that's TV. pretty good. It's fucking fantastic. Like, all right, WWE's got a fucking pay-per-view. Well, they they have a real shit thing right now, so I'm not giving those fuckers any money. I'm gonna watch it on Justin.tv. Uh it, it was it was fucking crazy because back in two thousand Pixels Polygons and Fun do not advocate <laughs> piracy of wrestling Arr! matches. <laughs> yeah, of course not. Of course not. Continue, anyway. continue. <laughs> but anyway, uh you know, it, it was it was a fucking it, it was a, a mind fuck, man. It blew my mind a little bit, and I I kind of forgot all about it up up until I, I would like I would watch YouTube live streams, but I never really gave it much thought as to like maybe I should just go in and start content creation, right? Because I've been doing a uh, YouTube off and on since like two thousand seven, two thousand eight. I've got like uh, three fucking deleted channels of like a couple of hundred videos, and I mean, it's, uh, all right. So, so basically, 
the the first one was uh what my politics are wait have you been banned from twitch no, no, no. Old, old, old school YouTube. Like, I've did. Oh, this is YouTube. Okay, okay. Yeah, this is like 2008 and 9 YouTube. Uh, all, it, all it did was just uh, devolved into everyone screaming at everyone on my YouTube channel. I'm like, dude, I can't fucking take this level of toxicity. Was that back when you were friends with the Young Turks? Uh, yeah, <laughs> actually, it was, it was when I was uh, 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 not friends, but, lo- uh, but loosely associated just in case anyone ever wants to try and fact check me on this, like I'll be like as plainly plain and accurate as possible on that fact. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I fucking nuked that fucking channel from orbit, and uh, I, I tried uh, my my old main one, which the the original uh, uh, Mo Diggity, uh, uh, uh user handle that I have right now is the same one that I started off with. It's my very very first one. It is, uh, it, it has uh, surpassed and outlived basically everything else except for the. Did you uh, have a cool guy internet name before Mo Diggity? Like, what was your name on the politics channel? Uh, oh, no, it, it was uh, uh, Mo Diggity 69 or probably something. <laughs> like that. It was like I wasn't very inventive with my usernames back then. I was never really thinking in terms of branding. So I was like, all right, Mo Diggity 69, because I love the 69, because I love the pussy. Bleh. Dude, I need I need a fake that. internet name just because the branding on my, my real name is so fucking bad, because YouTube refuses to accept it as a right-spelled <laughs> name. You always have to click, like, search instead for when you search my name, because it's like, it will automatically show results for the for the what was considered the correct spelling of Riley. Uh-huh. And you have to, you have to click search instead for to actually find me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I have a similar problem with my real name as well, because uh, mine is uh, a E L and some other people's name is E A L. And that always fucking just like uh, killed me. Oh it's my like, God. Oh like, my God. I know what it is. I figured it out. It's like there's uh, uh there's uh like Brian and Brian B R uh 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 B R A I N or no brain no that's brain. I have a I have a friend who's Brian with a Y Brian, yeah Brian with a Y <laughs> that's essentially the same thing that I go through brain. So I, I start I, I start going through through uh I start going as Mo because I was trying to avoid that pain in the ass bullshit because there's hardly any Mos in the world so like we're rare wait we're so rare. was so was the fa- was you going by the fake name a branding decision rather than i don't want people to know my real name that's just what it oh, became well no like not, not like advertising your fucking personal information is like a uh internet safety rule 101 day one shit yeah don't but i think it's kind of shit out there no you still shouldn't do it you should never fucking do that no matter how safe you think you are no matter how like up and down the uh, uh social media companies will say like we're here to protect you it's do like an inevitability it. though it's like if you ever get big on the internet everybody who's big on the internet people know their first last well, name I mean, and probably their address well, like no one's ever doxed mr mediker is his real name not public oh uh, well like we know his first name's jim but we have no idea who yeah see like at least your first name is but there's pretty like much a inevitable gyms, but there's like a billion gyms in the world i'm sure there's a billion of whatever your name is 
oh yeah it, it was like dude i i couldn't work at my old plant jobs without someone saying my name and like five fucking people turn <laughs> around and the boss goes no not you three him or dude, you I think know I figured it, it out i think i figured out your name but yeah, i'm still like it's, smirking it's it. not smirking it's, about it's not, it it's not really that big of a secret. Like I'll say my name sometimes, but like I, I try to not make a habit of it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it after the. I'm just gonna the only thing I say when I get rid of the bots will be your first name, and I'm gonna be correct, and I'm gonna be so proud of myself. Oh fuck! <laughs> but anyway, I said after I get rid of the bots, don't worry, yes, you're, yes, you're yes. secret safe with me. <laughs> but it's um, not much of a secret. I'm not like uh, going out of my way to keep it a secret. But yeah. But if um, you can figure anyway. it out, you know it's a. I'll you give get you a cookie. Candy candy. Everybody yeah, leave a. a everybody leave a voicemail <laughs> guessing what Mo's real name is, and we'll play it here on the show next week. Hmm. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> well, well, we will play it if you leave I, it, but like I'm not encouraging it. <laughs> no, it, it would be funny if you did. If, if that anyway. actually became a thing. That'll be, it'd be so, because Mo, we've been begging people to send in voicemails for so long, and like nobody has. If the thing that gets some people to send in voicemails is guessing your first name, it'll be the funniest shit. You're not even a host <laughs> of the show. You're a guest. But anyway, um, so I guess I'm trying to think of like a good conversation point to blast off of for Twitch. I guess what are some of your best memories with Twitch as a platform? Just give give us your uh, your, your Twitch Hall of Fame. <laughs> oh man, uh, me the the reason why I got into live streaming and mainly content creating was uh well like if it were well I guess we're not talking about YouTube, so I'll go ahead and leave the YouTube stuff out. We probably should have just chosen content creation in general, but you know we've already done YouTube. No, no, so no, whatever. I I have different like uh. I have different memories and different feelings for uh, uh, different companies. Like That's I, I love, I like, I love the shit out of TikTok right now. Uh, but you know, I could hate it in about six months or something like that. You know, I don't know how, but like, I have, uh, I have my personal separate opinions for each thing. Anyway, yeah, TikTok yada. will never reach the heights it once reached with the gamers versus furries war. That was the that was peak TikTok. That was the only. Yeah. Oh man, like, well, I resisted getting into TikTok for so fucking long, and then the second that I like uh, jump into it, it's like, dude, I I fucking love this place. It's great. Like, as soon as you figure it out and you, you let the the bullshit just sort of wash over you, like, it's a pretty fucking sweet place. Like, I've I've found like a ton of really cool stuff. Like, a if if you don't like bullshit and whatever bullshit means to uh, you. If you don't like bullshit, the algorithm will not uh, put more bullshit of that variety of bullshit you don't what like. What does bullshit mean to you? <laughs> yeah, it, it'll flood your, alg your algorithm, your front page with stuff that you like. And I really do okay. appreciate the hell out of that. So I have like a, a few dudes who are like uh, welding and uh, uh, crafting fucking swords from video games and stuff like that. There's a dude who... Uh, uh, basically is a voluntary caveman and he makes TikTok videos who, which are all like either one minute or less, by the way, everyone, uh, he makes uh, primitive tools uh, uh, and, and puts them up 
uh, on the TikTok, on his TikTok page. So you can learn how to make a fucking flint rock or like what a flint rock is or how to start a fucking fire. You know, it, it's it's really, really fucking cool. And I love the shit out of it. But um, what got me into Twitch was uh, uh, my friends Canadian Rob and Swips, uh, formerly Swipple Nipple. Uh, swippled the nipple because he used to play with his shirt off, right? He was this uh, really skinny, very lanky-looking fucking British. Is that kid. allowed anymore? Can you no, have your shirt not. off on Twitch? No, Damn no, 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 no. It's not. It's not allowed on that or uh, or on YouTube because they both, right around the same time, made a policy change for uh, dudes to wear shirts now. So uh, basically, him, Tyler, one, and all the fucking chads. <laughs> we're really affected by that, but uh, he had to rebrand his shit, so now he's just known as Swips. So anyway, yeah, uh, him. He couldn't have uh, his nipples out anymore. He couldn't have his nips out. Well, yeah, because that that was kind of the thing. It's Swipple nipple right there, and his uh, uh, his uh, follower uh, alert, like basically all of his alerts were like nipples related, like dude nipples related. So it this, was funny. This is the best concept for a channel I've ever heard. Yeah, and it, then he, it was, yeah, it was really funny. I really enjoyed this. This will be what brings Bitshoot into the light is allowing the uh, fucking Swipple nipple to rise again. <laughs> or like what? What? How oh man? Like fucking Bitshoot, man. I have like so many fucking things to uh, to question about that place. But anyway, you know, Bitshoot uh, is weird and it's hard to use. But I can't. I can't say I don't miss it. It was. It was my content creation place of choice for a long time, and I did enjoy it. But then it just stopped fucking working the way I needed it to. So I had to fucking jump ship back to YouTube. Yeah, it fucking really does suck, man. Like, it's going to be a long time till we see any kind of uh, YouTube uh, alternative. But that's a story for and discussion for another day. Yeah, Twitch, uh, it please. Was, it was uh, Canadian Rob Swip, uh, Swips and uh, Dr. Disrespect. And uh, a little bit later on, Stone Mountain 64. Stone Mountain 64 was the first streamer I ever donated to. And I gave him five bucks and uh, I just caught him in a moment of uh, in quiet. And my fucking dono show is like, Mo! And like, you know, he, he did the thing that everyone else does when they see Mo Diggity. They go, I got to back it up. And I got tons of accolades. And we talked for a second. And it was like back Aww. in the early, early days. When he was an when he was an affiliate on Twitch before he's a full on fucking great fucking uh, Facebook streamer. Like I'll say what you want about Facebook, God knows I have my opinions on the 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 place, but their stream platform is really really fucking cool. It's just that I can't get past the idea that if I start to make it, a little bit of my money goes to them, and I I'm very proud to say that I have given zero dollars to the facebook machine and yeah. so that's the only real reason why i don't stream on facebook because i don't want to support them monetarily so <clears throat> yeah man uh getting into all that seeing how the communities are 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 built and seeing that there is potential to become not even fucking famous just like you know you can you don't have to get a regular fucking job anymore. i can fucking play video games or talk about bullshit and like there's a you know, no matter who it is or what they're about, man, I don't care if you're like, uh, if you're like, a, oh, oh, like if you're like PewDiePie to fuck. Oh, no, you know what? 
because uh, my my other thing, if it's like Pokimane to fucking Richard fucking Spencer, there's pretty much a uh, a fan base for fucking everybody for everything. I mean, even the weird ones that you you fucking see who are like kind of creepy and kind of grody, uh, they have fucking fan bases with thousands. Like that Mo Diggity guy. Oh well, not quite yet. I'm trying to get to that point. Like, if someone, like, thinks I'm grody, but, like, they want to be a part of my community, like, I'm down for that. But, yeah, man, it, it's, uh, it, it's, it's really, really fucking cool, and, and it really does help. It, it's, it's, uh, uh, made my editing and my content creation that much better. It's, uh, it, it's a fun fucking hobby to make. Like, it's, uh, it really, it relieves me of a lot of stress. Most of the time, sometimes it causes stress. But, yeah, my uh, my uh, uh, opinion on Twitch, as far as like my personal uh, uh, interactions with them, has been overwhelmingly positive. It's just that they're a real hard company to back. But yeah, that's, that's my fair. Twitch. That's my Twitch thing. But how I how I got into Twitch was just like I found it one day. Like it's it's not it's not that big of a story. I remember, like I said, being thirteen. Do you remember the, the streamer school, you were watching? School iPads. The first streamer I ever followed was some fucking guy. Just some guy who played Pokemon. I remember his name was Dibby Donut. It was the first Twitch stream I ever followed and interacted with in my life. It's not, never to be seen again. I have not <laughs> seen the man in a long time. <laughs> I DM'd him actually on Twitch like three years ago and like he responded to me and he was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I was your first ever streamer and that was like the last I ever heard of him. He hasn't streamed in like seven years. But um, yeah, I got into it and are you ready? Uh, okay, are you ready for this, Mo? You, you've heard of all people's cringy 13-year-old cringy usernames. I don't think you're ready for mine. Oh, God. It, I don't even remember why I did this, how this came into my mind. But I remember tell, the name. You tell me yours, I'll tell you mine. Okay, uh, my my cringy 13-year-old uh, Twitch username was uh, Oh My Sasuke. <laughs> that, that was what I was on Twitch when I was in sixth grade. Oh, what, what I, when I was 19... Oh, uh, well, I was turning 19 when I was 18. I made this thing in anticipation of turning 19. Uh, mine was Undertaker Fan 19. There you go. Easy. Easy money right there. Oh, yeah. Big time. You know it. But yeah, I was famous Twitch Twitch contributor. Oh, my Sasuke. I. But um, I remember there, were, there was a bunch of different streamers I followed. Like, there's this guy named Brandon. He was cool. Not any of the Brandons that I know now, like Asperger, Biggs, other Brandon. It's a lot of Brandons. Brandon is a very common name. It is, it is. I know about a dozen or so Brandons. I have a cousin named Brandon, too. But, um, yeah, a couple different uh, people. I remember there was this one like group that did streams and I ha they've not been on in years. I don't know whatever happened to them. But it was a group of people who did Twitch streams called the flaming hamsters. And I remember being super into their channel and they did a giveaway for like a postcard. And I left, I was about to leave like during the giveaway. Cause it's like, fuck, I'm not going to win anyway. There's like 50 people entered. 
And then right as I was about to like log off, I saw like in the chat that I had won the giveaway. <laughs> so I got a postcard from the Flaming Hamsters. It's gone now because I'm a stupid child who loses all of my things. But I did at one point have like a signed postcard from these streamers. And I, I, <laughs> I don't know whatever happened to them. They, hmm. just, they just stopped streaming one day. The Flaming Hamster is truly a tragedy. Hmm. Hashtag find the Flaming Hamsters. Bring them back. Yeah, it, it is a little weird to uh, get involved with somebody in, in, in the Twitch community. And they're uh, hanging around with you for a real long time. Then all of a sudden, just boom, they're fucking gone. <laughs> yeah, when people like stop streaming on Twitch, like after you've watched them for a long time, it's so weird, right? Like, um, I guess the best example and stories people have heard a thousand times about me on Twitch, just because I still, I still have friends that I made from this. Andrew, I met from this, but um, my second stint on Twitch after the, the Oh My Sasuke days in middle school was like mid to late middle school, early high school, and onward. I had my current Twitch channel, which was at one point in its original form known as Pegasus League Live, which actually, fun fact, Pe- Pegasus League was supposed to be a group, like same, like a Flaming Hamster style, like streaming group, like a Let's Play streaming group. And Pegasus was not my name. I didn't go by Pegasus. I went by GameSpy2020 back then in my, in my internet circles. But, you know, I, I was too lazy to make my own Twitch account, so I talked in so many Twitch chats with the Pegasus League account that eventually people just kept calling me Pe- Pegasus, and I stopped correcting them, and I was like, you know what, I kind of like this name. So that's how my name became Pegasus, <laughs> was because I had a group channel for a group that never ended up coming to pass, and so, <laughs> so many people called me Pegasus that it just kind of stuck. But but anyway, there's this one streamer, right, named Michael the Pokemon, and he was a Pokemon Nuzlocke streamer. And I discovered him one day out of the just fate, and it was it was truly a glorious, a glorious time. We fostered this little community. We like. You know, on Twitch, when you have two small creators and they kind of discover each other, their communities can kind of, like, combine together, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, it's really awesome when that happens because there's really great interactions there. Yeah, that happened with uh, Michael because there's this other streamer that I had discovered at the time uh, named Not-Too-Tall-Tyler. And there was one time where, like, Michael was having technical difficulties on a night he was supposed to stream so I went to Tyler's stream and I invited all my friends from Michael's stream to come with me. And like, we talked, we talked to Tyler. We told him about Michael. Tyler started showing up at Michael's streams and, and our, our like little community, little communities, they came together. It was beautiful. But um, yeah, eventually that fizzled out and like Michael stopped streaming because he had to focus on life stuff. And also, like, he made a string of, like, stupid decisions that resulted in all of his fucking mods hating him. <laughs> so, <laughs> that, was, that was an unfortunate end to, it, to the saga. It was because one day, like, because Michael's mods started getting less active just because they had stuff to do. 
like their lives were starting to develop into a state where like they had to do things instead of just being on Twitch 24-7. Mm-hmm. And Michael unmodded all of his mods because they were inactive. <laughs> just one day he decided, you know what? That's it. It's over. And it was funny because he told me it was really funny because he had unmodded me like a week prior because I like yelled at him, which was also stupid. <laughs> like I was I was the I wasn't even like real yelling at him. I was just kind of like joking aggressively in his chat because he was playing a game I really liked. And like I would yell at him when he did things I didn't like just because I was being funny. And he demodded mm-hmm. me for that. <laughs> 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 And then, like, a week later, he demods all of his mods because they were inactive. And he told me, like, yeah, you would have been the only one to survive that purge were you not to have been unmodded last week. But, you know, that's how it goes. Because <laughs> I was actually active, but, then I, but I made him mad by yelling at him in his chat. <laughs> so he unmodded me. Yeah, it's crazy the people you meet on Twitch and then suddenly, you know, they start streaming less and less and you kind of don't hear about them anymore. Like, that's what happened with Michael. Eventually he stopped streaming. Tyler stopped streaming. That whole little community sort of, you know, we went our separate ways. Like, I still still interact with some of them occasionally, but really the only, like, lasting, like, bonds I got out of it were um, with my buddy Brad and with Andrew. The rest of them, we've kind of, like, gone our separate ways, mostly, even though we interact every once in a while. I gotta say, though, there is a downside to the Twitch community, and it's, uh, because, uh, uh, there's a lot of people who are, like, much more, uh, popular Twitch streamers that I am, that I know personally, and I hang out with, uh, and the shit that they have to deal with. Like, uh, it's first you have, and I'm not disparaging anyone who has, like, a mental illness or anything, but there are people who will go into a Twitch stream, and this has happened to me before, like, a bunch of times, uh, where they'll just lay it down, lay out all their fucking problems to you, and, like, they expect you to sort of be their impromptu uh, uh, therapist, right? Like, you got your fucking energy going. You got like a fucking great stream going. And there was this dude who would go in there and go, oh, man, I'm having such a shitty day. I'm super depressed. And like once is like, you know, hey, we'll try to help you out, cheer you up. But the dude just kept doing it over and over and over. And like, uh, I asked you see, that's him, why you that's why you find a Twitch streamer with an open stream call and you complain to them with your voice about how depressed you are like I do to you. No, you sometimes. shouldn't. Well, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, not not live though, right? Because that sucks. No, no, well, I'm kind of live stream, I guess. I've definitely talked about being like depressed in your stream call. Oh. I've definitely oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. done that. Well, like it, it, the the situation is different for us, though, man. We're bros, so that's you fair. Know, like, you yeah, know, that's you true. Got, you know, you you got my ear anytime you need it. Uh, so it's obviously different, but uh. Yeah, man, I, I I asked them to not do that anymore in the most like respectful way I can possibly think. Because like the last thing you you want to do is act like, uh, hey, listen, I don't need your fucking sadness uh, and all in my fucking little uh, Twitch fucking. Because there's nothing worse 
than like a pompous ass of a streamer or quote unquote content creator. It's like the fucking worst things. It, it's it's like worse than fucking ass cancer. It's like, dude, please get the fuck out of here, bro. You're making the whole community look bad. But yada yada anyway. Um, yeah, I, I've seen communities rise real, real high and fucking fall and, and crash and burn. Like uh, uh, it's and it, it was uh, the last one was over some innocuous ass fucking minute, nothing comment. And it spiraled into this fucking depressing uh, uh, shouting match where like half the discord leaves the fucking server and the other half blocks that half. And so now nobody's friends. Dude, and the existence all... of discord is like very much an extension of like Twitch communities. That's like what my, Oh, that's Twitch why I made discord. Uh, it's it's, it's yeah. all encompassing really. Like I, I used to think this was a cool Twitch companion, but it's, it's really grown and I'm really happy for discord. Uh, that it's uh, uh, turned into, well, it turned into in the positive ways what it is turned into. Uh, there's stuff in this company that I'm not too uh, uh, happy about, but you know, the, I, I mean, that's the, the case is, with literally well, any company on. in existence. Well, no, I, I think in this case, the good really does outweigh a lot of the bad because sometimes uh, a lot of the bad has been starting to get taken care of, but yada yada. But yeah, man, uh, uh, just watching Twitch communities rise and fucking fall is like a mind trip, man. Because there was a dude who uh, was on the path to being partner. And uh, he was doing real well. And w one day his Discord shit leaked into his fucking uh, Twitch chat. And it was just a, a goddamn nuclear strike right into the heart of the fucking community. And uh, I, I, went to his, yeah, I went to his stream the other day. He went to... He went from 85 to almost 100 people to about four or five people watching him now. Wow. Yeah, Shit. dude. <clears throat> yeah. It's like a meme stock, man. It's like AMC, but in real life, you know, you're riding high one day, then it all comes crashing down in a matter of days. Sometimes hours. Dude, so, you know, talking about, talking about, like, Twitch as a streamer, I've been streaming for, like, a long fucking time. Like, I used to stream off my fucking phone. Like, I was, like, this fucking kid. I was, like, 15 years old and a phone, and they, they made an app. Like, just then, they made an app for Streamlabs. And I used the Streamlabs app to stream off of my cell phone. <laughs> and, you know, it was, a, it was a good old time for what it's worth. It, it probably sounded like shit and looked like shit. But, you know, people came out for it. I had, like, people from, like, the Michael community and the Tyler community would come out and hang out with me. Later on, when, like, I, I became involved in the Blastburn radio community, those guys would show up. And, you know, it was just a good old, a good old time. I remember, in particular, I'll, I'll, like, never forget these two people who disappeared. Like, you know Every content creator has this, right, Mo? Especially, like, a Twitch stream. You've got to have, like, one or two people that were, like, regulars in your chat, and then they just disappeared one day, and you have no idea where they went, and you still oh, think about yeah. it to this oh, day. Yeah, yeah it, it's, uh, I, I have a few of them. Like, uh, there was this dude who uh, I thought was going, like, places. He got about 20, 30 people, and then out of the blue, he just 
fucking stop streaming. Don't know why. I'm not yeah, even I'm talking very... about streamers, though. I'm talking about, like, <laughs> viewers of your stream who, like... Oh, well, uh, okay. Uh, th this guy was also, like, he popped in my streams from time to time, so I guess... Yeah, yeah, okay. But, yeah, th there's, a, there's a few people that I've had that one chick I thought I was going to hook up with, and I was almost thinking, like, hey, if this gets somewhere, man, may I might move over to your state, and she was super into that, and suddenly... Out of the fucking blue, she fucking deleted her profiles, never gotten a hold of me, and that was fucking it. Ah, it, shit. It, it's, it's a, it was a mind fuck. And there's been a few of them that have uh, dropped out of the fucking blue. Like in my, uh, and, and one is, uh, uh, died. Like in, uh, in my community, like he's, uh, he's, uh, uh, he used to be on till like one day, I guess, uh, Someone like turned off his computer or logged out or something in my Discord. And it's like, oh shit, he really is gone now. So yeah, there's that. You do this long enough, man, you'll have some stories to tell. Like I've been doing this since uh, 2017. How long have you been streaming, Riley? I don't even know. Like I can't quantify a year, honestly. I don't even remember. But the story I was about to tell was just these two. These two people. Their names were uh, Mimic P and Captain End the Revision. I remember their names. I remember their Twitch handles. And they, for like a long time, like back when I was doing like my streams off my cell phone, they would show up for every stream and they would chat and they would have a good time. And like it was, it was cool. I was like, oh my God, I have like regulars. Like these are people mm -hmm. and they're people that like came across me. They're not people from like the Tyler community or the Michael community or Blastburn Radio who just know of me because I'm around like other streamers that are bigger than me. These are people who just found me and are now my regulars. Yeah, so, I, like, I fucking love that, man. I still have about ten or twelve people who are still who are there for uh, day one stream one. Uh, they still come around and we all still contact. I have a few of their numbers on our phones. Like we actually become really good friends. Man, I don't even have your phone number, Mo. Now I'm offended now. Oh, shut up, bitch. We're all Discord literally all the time together. <laughs> That's fair. It's like we don't even like, dude, like eventually. We've transcended like, phone numbers at this point. We don't oh, need dude, them. Eventually, eventually there will be no need for phones anymore. Well, there will be something that uh, that replaces it. But the conventional phones that we're used to, even these this really this really really good uh, top of the line phone I have, uh, you know it'll go the fucking way of the dinosaur. Even eventually, all, all this uh, all the phone companies will have to learn how to adapt to a uh, a uh, 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 current Discord style world. You know, like what replaces phones? I suppose. Maybe a fucking like heads up display reader or a microchip. I want to live in the world where Discord replaces, like, the D Discord becomes the central line of communication for all of humanity. That, that, <laughs> that will be a glorious day. But anyway, so Mimic P and Captain End of the Revision, they were always around, and then one day they just fucking disappeared out of thin air. And like, Cat. Like, Mimic P, I never heard from again. Cats and End the Revision would, like, show back up, like, once or twice, and then I never heard from him again. And it's like, you know, where did they go? They were here, and now they're not. Where are they? That's the thing about, like, Twitch as, like, a community builder is, like, one day people just could disappear because they have other shit going on, and it's like, 
whatever happened to this guy? What happened to fucking uh, Junk Slapper 87? He just stopped showing up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like, you know, he ran into Tit Fucking Man 65. You know, like, they just became Totes Besties. Well, you know, like, uh, what you're saying, it's like the uh, the meme of... uh, uh, hey man, take care. See you tomorrow, man. And it, uh, uh, one of them says ha- a user has been on in like uh, uh, 45 days. Oh, oh, that always makes me sad because it, it's it's at, it, I think it's uh, I think one of the last scenes I think in uh, the first uh, 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 oh, the, that uh, Fast and Furious. I think it's Fast and Furious one where it's like a Paul Walker and fucking Vin Diesel parting ways and driving off going two separate ways. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that's, uh, that, that was where that meme originated uh, of when I, when I first saw it, I was like, God damn dude, that fucking hurts. Cause like I, I've uh, gotten rid of uh, friends that I knew for like years who haven't been on for three. It's fucking, it, it, it's a trip. Well, I've said that a lot. This, uh, this fucking podcast, it's a trip. You see, and now I've had it happen again very recently, and I still feel the pain. I still feel it in my heart. Ian, come back. Ian, come back. Ian, come back. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can blame it all on Mo. <laughs> you come back, you call me bastard. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, you can't say that. <laughs> oh come on it's funny like what we can't pick on commies anymore come on i'm just kidding <laughs> ian ian buddy i'm just fucking with you all this isn't just i don't care you oh, can be yeah. a commie but just I come back so baby. come back call me come back yeah 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 <laughs> but anyway um i, I so... enjoyed that little uh, uh rendition right there it's beautiful but toast beautiful I'm trying to think of any any other topics I want to touch on on Twitch. So I guess Mo, if you want to go on a little tirade about uh, Twitch e girls, I, de- I I definitely want to give you the floor to do that. Oh, don't go well, off too, don't I, go off too hard. Put your filter on, but you know, give it a little bit. Give yeah. it a little bit of some your oh. Mo ranting powers. Oh, I don't really give a shit about fucking e girls, man. The e girls aren't a problem. It's to what level. Do we have to just sit there and go, okay, this is fucking pornography, or it's like fucking soft core fucking prick tease, like uh, uh, like it's it, it's not quite Showtime, uh, 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 or Skinamax. That might be a more topical reference for you people, uh, the the people who listen to this show. Like it's not quite Skinamax, but damn, it's pretty close. But without the nudity, uh, well, intentional, wink, wink nudity uh but uh Uh oh but what what what, uh oh Uh, i'm just saying uh oh unintentional nudity oops well like you know like because sometimes i don't believe it when it when like a one of the more popular chicks on there is like oh no my boob fell out of my shirt whoops and she gets banned she gets sent on a vacation for like a week or two and she's like, well, guess I'm coming back. Teehee. And her fucking numbers doubled. And, you know, they, that, that's irritating. But I, I don't really care about that. I, I kind of, it, it's stupid. But, like, really, I just roll my eyes and just, like, go about my business. Recently, they, they, they started, Twitch has started this whole fucking uh, 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 hot tub or uh, uh, a baby children's waiting pool fucking thing. 
And it's just fucking ridiculous. It's chicks and thongs pretending to be like, a, well, like trying to use every fucking excuse in the book. Like, oh, we're this, we're that. We're creative. We're empowered. We're feminist. We're this, we're that. And it, it's such it, it's such bullshit. Like, if, if you know how to spot a liar, you could see through the subterfuge, like, almost instantly, you know? And there's nothing really wrong with like a chick and a nice top or even like a low hanging top but like really like we're, now we're in the pool we're we're in the fucking uh we're in the hot tub fucking yeah now thing. they've got a hot tub street it's so and, and, weird to and, watch and, and all, switch okay go ahead and all of them are in almost all of them are in thongs or much more revealing stuff and all of them have like explanation OF in the fucking title of it. It's it's all a bunch of fucking chicks who are just trying to hawk their OnlyFans stuff. And it wouldn't be such a problem if when I log on to twitch.tv, the the, the front page of the website is fucking plastered head uh, up and down with these fucking people uh, doing their fucking bullshit. And there's a lot of women out there who really object to this. And they are like, uh, uh, summarily dismissed immediately. Uh, they're, they're not even mentioned. They're not even bagged on. They're just dismissed and ignored. And any male critic is obviously some sort of a school shooter incel, blah, 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 meaningless term, meaningless term, meaningless term. And uh, it, it's it's pretty much fucking it. And so now, like, we're sort of like, I'm looking at this like, dude, this is like pretty shitty. Like this kind of uh, I it, it does make it hard to grow on, on a on a platform that allows uh, TNA so blatantly. Like, dude, I'm sorry, but the line sort of has to be drawn. And maybe you guys should be doing this in your OnlyFans accounts. And not doing that here on a public website is all I'm saying. And it does make the chicks feel like, well, I guess I have to be some uber slut if I want to fucking be on, on Twitch successfully. And that's a fucking real downer. And that brings down like women's standing in the online community. Because I, I think it really does exacerbate the uh, more sexist tendencies of the gaming uh, world uh, by having this stuff in such a... Uh, it almost celebrated uh, by the Twitch staff and the company of Twitch. Anyway, that that's 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 my my thing. I don't really give a shit about e girls, but I think I think there should be a couple of very well defined lines drawn in the sand of what is entertainment and what's basically a low key strip tease and almost a fucking skin show, you know. I think mainly my opinion on it is just like I don't mind it. It's just weird as someone who's around on twitch when it was very much a gaming platform and that was like its purpose that it served to see it now branch out to where like some of those popular streams are just like hot girls sitting in a hot tub (laughs) reading donation messages well, like, yeah, just like, a, oh, I'm going to put your name on the board, and she bends over, and it's like a, uh, it, it's like the kind of thong that would make a, a fucking, uh, oh, the fucking bathwater girl. What's her fucking name? I don't know who the bathwater girl is. No. Oh, the, the, uh, oh, well, you know, it, it would make that chick go, damn, girl, like, put on, put on a little something more, huh? 
Like, come on, dude. Like, and then the uh, ten dollars for five jumping jacks. Like, dude, get the fuck out of here, okay? I like it. Like I said, there there does need to be a, a fucking well defined line because, like, like I said, I, I'm not like bagging on like uh, uh, chicks and like nice tops and stuff like that. I, I don't really care. Like I said, lines. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> So overall, to give some final thoughts, I think Twitch is an interesting like platform and like tool for the gaming community. Like Twitch is very good with like building communities around like people who have like like-minded interests. Like you know, people who are really into Pokemon, they'll watch like a Pokemon streamer, and that will like bring them together. And they'll do Pokemon-related projects together, and it's cool. It's like a little. It, it's very, it's very good for building communities, and it's a very fun way to like create content. And I don't think that I'm gonna stop streaming on Twitch anytime soon. It's pretty oh, good, I think. I, I'm not either, and uh, uh, I, I think my final thoughts on Twitch are: it's a really like I, I want to echo pretty much everything you just said. But I would like to also add that it's a great way to uh, find an alternative to uh, your your typical traditional uh, uh, way uh, jobs. You know, it's it, it's a way to not have to get a regular quote unquote job. It's a great uh, fucking hobby that you can learn, and you you do learn uh, useful things, especially in the digital age. Like a lot of the the skills that come from being a long-term, long-time Twitch streamer do translate out, uh, do uh, look very well on like a decent tech, uh, tech-centric tech uh, resume. Because, you know, if you like, love editing and you like content creation, you're, uh, you have decent people skills, like, and you can thrive on here. If you're like really great at public speaking, if you're not afraid to be in front of a camera, it's fucking amazing. So, yeah, uh, despite all the problems I have with the company itself, uh, the product and the means uh, of which they uh, convey uh, or blah, 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 the the way that they uh, allow us to uh, use this platform to... uh, uh, to create, to uh, just uh, e- emote, to uh, project our fucking bullshit out on the internet is, is fucking amazing, and I love the shit out of it, and I'll probably never stop. I'll, I'll stop, like, periodically and take breaks, but I don't think I'll ever, like, stop, not until uh, I'm, like, 50 or 60 years old, and I'm like, fuck this shit, fuck Twitch, and fuck all you little bastards, I'm out. Oh, I, be- I beat Ninja in Fortnite before he became big. Like, I think you're lying, Uncle Mo. <laughs> Doctor, you know I totally killed Ninja, bro. Doctor Disrespect got his shtick from me back in 1997 after he won the two-time 1993 and all that. Uh, good, cool, cool little. Uh, I taught Doctor uh, Disrespect everything he knows. Yo, yeah, uh, cool little uh, fucking thing All on a live stream that I did do was uh, I used to be like heavy, heavy into Stone Mountain sixty four's uh private uh, uh Patreon community, which turned now into a public thing. Uh, I used to be uh in there, and we got into one of the uh the private games, and we were all streaming and. 
me and a buddy of mine, we fucking took out Stone and his fucking team. Man. It was fucking awesome. I don't think we were stream sniping, but we did manage to take him out. This is like way, way back in the day, 2017. I can't believe you would stream snipe someone, Mo. Come on. No, I didn't stream snipe anyone. Sure, we didn't have buddy. Fun. Hey, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> but yeah, I'd say that's about it for um, the topic. So we can head over to uh, the bullshit segment. We'll be right back. What's up, guys? Do you enjoy podcasts like us? Have you ever yes. wanted to start one of your own? Are you too scared yes. to start one? Well, to be honest, yes. we were scared in the very beginning before we started Pixels, but luckily we found Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is one of the easiest ways to start a podcast. They're a dedicated team driven to help your podcast succeed. Their website is very simple to use and gives you stats on your show. It's amazing. They put your podcast on all the different podcast players like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. Exactly. And we love Buzzsprout so much, we recently became a affiliate. Start your own podcast using our special link, which will be in the show description. Today, and after upgrading to any service plan, you will be able to receive a $20 Amazon gift card. Join us, us Pixels, and over 100,000 other users using Buzzsprout today. Buzzsprout, easiest way to podcast. And now, we will return you to your show. Thank you very much. Thank you. Welcome to the bullshit segment. Bullshit away. So, Mo, I thought of something I wanted to bring up real quick at least before the conversation starter that I usually bring in. And it's just the concept of, like, the small world, right? When you run into people that you recognize in places you don't, you don't, you don't think it's going to happen. Like, for example, I have an example that pertains to you specifically, Mo. Oh, okay. So I, I, I'm sure I told you the story before, but I don't know if you remember it. And I also don't know if you remember this person. But there is somebody who's in your Discord. He's in your Discord to this day. He's not active, but he's in there to this day. A guy named Atlas, and he met you playing Overwatch. Do you remember this man? I That sounds super, super familiar, and I'll take your word for it. Yeah, there's a guy named Atlas. You met him playing Overwatch. He's in your Discord server. And that guy also happens to be... I'd, I'd say I still consider, even though we don't talk too much anymore, I consider him one of, if not my best friend. And we had we had met long before I even knew about you, probably long before even he knew about you. And then one time, like this is like right after we started doing the MoCast, <clears throat> I, I noticed that Atlas was in the server. And at the end of it, I was like, hey, when did you join Mo's server? And he was like, wait a minute, how do you know Mo? And it was like a weird, like, holy shit. <laughs> you knew this guy completely separately from me, and now I do a podcast with him. Oh, yeah, I, I've had a lot of those experiences. Like, I, I met one of my uh, uh, fucking tightest buddies, uh, uh, Ravi, or Ravi Pasta, or Pasta, Oh, whatever a fucking rebranded name he's going by this week. Rav, if you fucking listen to this, I'm not backing on you or anything. <laughs> uh, but uh, but I, I met him 
through Fortnite, we were playing against each other, and he fucking killed me. We had a really badass fucking sniper fight, and he just got the best of me. And I saw that he had a TTV in his fucking name, so I went over there, and I was like, I'm gonna yell at this motherfucker. And I fucking get on there, I'm like watching him for five minutes, like, dude, this guy's pretty cool, I might as well say, hey, GG, uh, well played. And that just fucking, we, we hit it off uh, uh, super, super fucking tight to this day. And it turns out that one of my uh, my older friends who was basically, he's, he's like, a, like a few months after like a, a year one day one started for my streaming shit, right? I was talking to him and goes, hey, man, I met a new dude. Uh, uh, he's a really cool streamer. I think you'll like him because we were all like super heavy, heavy into Fortnite back then. I told him who his name is. He was like, yeah, Rav, I fucking know that guy, dude. I've been friends with him for fucking years. And so we all three got in a fucking powwow. And we fucking got to uh, really, really know each other and figure out, oh, okay. So like you, you've, we've been connected this entire fucking time. And it was, uh, uh, it was fucking crazy. It was awesome, man. I love the shit out of it. it yeah, was- it, it, it's really interesting to like, for that kind of thing to happen. Like I thought. You don't expect it at all. Yeah, it was like with my experience. I thought Atlas just like joins, like because he might have heard the MoCast or something. So I was like, "When did you join the server?" And he was like, "Wait a minute, how do you know Mo? Why are you a mod in Mo's server? What the fuck?" And I was like, "Yeah, I do a podcast with him, dude." And and that was like, I've been in the server for like years. I I knew, I knew him from playing Overwatch, and I was like, "Oh shit, okay, that's wild." <laughs> But um, to bring in, uh, unless you have any uh, tangential bullshit you want to say before I bring in my conversation starter. Uh, no, nothing not to off the top of my head. Okay. Well, um, so just want to say, I say this every time we do this segment, uh, fans, we want your submissions for our conversation starter or questions or whatever talk about during the bullshit segment. I'm still getting them online because nobody's submitting any. I offered real financial gain and nobody bit, so... <laughs> well, so shit, got... man, you can fucking pay me for it. I'll fucking give you conversation starters. No, it has to be organic. <laughs> and to listen to the podcast, but, um... Okay. My, the, my little conversation starter here, I think this is an interesting one. Uh, I, I think for me and you in particular, this is an interesting one. It's more of a one-on-one one, which is good because there's only two people here, and it's interesting because we kind of we kind of just met by chance in a weird way. So, like this this conversation starter here is, uh, what was your first impression of me? And we're both gonna answer this question oh. about the other one. Oh, okay. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Uh, well, like, uh, uh, y- y- okay, so. Like uh, uh, going back to the original uh, 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 topic conversation on Twitch, like I've had a few squeakers come over to me and say, hey, what's up, man? And they, they basically did what you did, which is like, you know, poke and prod at me until I said, what? And then you're like, hey, <laughs> I, I like yourself, yada, yada. I would like to be more involved. And I was like, all right, kid. I guess you can come hang out for a little because like I, I, I've gotten like super, super tight with a, a, a lot of dudes who uh, were just fucking squeakers, like, looking to talk to some fucking streamer that they enjoyed. 
And uh, I mean, literally, God, no. When I first started talking, hold on, hold on. That okay. sounds like I have such a fucking big head, and I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that this is how I experience shit. But yeah, uh, but <laughs> um, yeah, you you uh, uh, you were the grease, fucking greasing up that squeaky wheel, and you fucking got it going. And uh, yeah, that that's uh, you you got to push for what you want, and you're definitely an example of why you should always never take no for uh, an answer immediately. Like you got to figure out like what what you can push and how to push it, and figure out what buttons to uh, uh to push and yada yada to push 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 push. Is what I'm trying to say, but yeah, man, that, that was that was really cool. Like, uh, uh, my my first impression of you was like, oh, all right, all right, he's a caller, and that was fun. And then we got to know each other, and like, you you've been a really fun uh co-host since then. Yeah. So when I met Mo, right, it was um, it was just a sort of experience of like me and Mo were both members vaguely of the of the Dick Show community. Like, we all followed people in that general circle. And just through some fucking server I was in, it might have been, like, OJJ's server or something. Uh, Either OJJ or Asterios's. Yeah, it was either OJJ or Asterios, where it was like, oh, there's this guy, he's making the MoCast. And I was like, oh, he's making a podcast, and the call is open. Let's go be on this random guy's podcast, because I ain't got shit else to do. (laughs) And I did that once, and I was like, this is fun. So I did it again. And then and then famously, on an episode of a fucking Pokemon Let's Play, I declared, I'm just going to keep, as long as this call like remains open, I'm just going to go on every episode of the MoCast, because why not? So, <laughs> so I, just, I just forced myself upon you, and then eventually you gave me the official co-host nod. Yeah, I mean, uh, that that's one way to put it. You, like you, uh, another way is like you force yourself upon my first person, and I finally gave in. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> sorry, sorry. But, uh, Never mind. Maybe edit that part out. That was a tasteless joke. Anyway, okay. uh, it's yeah. fine. But uh, um, yeah, when I first met you, it was just like I I felt like. Whenever I meet people who, like, I end up making content with, I always feel, like, some sort of click right away. Where, and that was, like, during, like, the TV, TV Party Tonight episode, I believe was what it was called, the first episode that I was on. Mm-hmm. Just talking to you and Robin, whoever else was there, I was like, oh, a Smo guy. I, I, he's pretty cool. I like him. I'm going to be on his podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's the story <laughs> it's like you just seemed like this really like cool funny guy and it was like oh okay i'm, yeah, I'm gonna do gonna, things with this guy we're not gonna have to make out after this are we because i really i'm gonna no. tell you i'm not really into it just 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 one <laughs> little peck on the cheek is fine <laughs> Just to show right, just give me care. a little, you but, give me a hug, maybe a little bit of kiss. Maybe I give you a handy outside. You know, no big deal. No, 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 don't do it. But, <laughs> don't do. It. But anyway, um, so yeah, just generally like it was like, oh, this funny guy that I found randomly for just out of nowhere. That's that's what happens when you plug your shit everywhere. That's that's why the most strategy works. He, fi- oh, he found yeah, his co-host because yeah, yeah. he plugs his shit everywhere, and I happened to find him. Yeah, I, and I kept getting bitched at uh, by like a few people, including you, who were like, "Dude, there's a, like some people are like, fuck, man." 
he's hawking his shit again. I was like, dude, what the fuck do you expect me to do? Like, not hawk my shit? Yeah, and, well, like, you, sorry, uh, like uh, those people in general, you know, but like, hey, there's like I've never complained myself. I'm, I'm just parroting what other people say. Like, yeah, yeah a lot yeah, of people yeah, tell yeah, me that you hawk your shit a lot. I think that's fucking hysterical. Like, you could just fucking ignore it and not fucking complain about it. But, like, they, they, they fucking complained anyway. I was like, oh, get the fuck out, man. Let's just have some fun. It, it, it's a fucking I'm, podcast. Who cares? I'm pretty sure there is at least one Discord server that has deleted itself promo channel because of you. Oh, no shit. Really? I don't remember any oh, specific I examples. Know it's so bad. I'll wear that. I as feel a- like it's happened. I feel like I oh, remember I'll it happening. It. I'll wear it as a badge of fucking honor, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, fuck. But yeah, basically, like, I, it's boring. I know, but it's like, I, I saw a I was like, I like this guy. He's pretty funny. Man, you know, talk about OJJ. I miss him now. He's a, he's he's yeah, gone he's, with the wind. Yeah, he's been gone for like a long time. I wonder what happened to him. I think like from what I've heard, this is like rumor mill. So take it with a grain of salt. He like lost his job, and it made him like so depressed that he just deleted himself off of the internet. Oh, too bad. Too bad. Cause, cause, like all of his shit is gone. Like you can't find his Twitch channel anymore. His fucking YouTube is gone. The we'll never, we'll never be able to cover the Yu Yu Hakusho is the best anime podcast on the Dickheads podcast, like we promised, because it's gone now. Oh, well, you know, okay, sirrah, sirrah. Sad. Truly, truly a tragedy. But someday he will return, and he'll be even stronger than before. But um, anyway, it's time to end this podcast because I have to work in the morning. So, Mo, our special guest, where can our listeners find you? Uh, well, y'all can find me at twitter.com forward slash mosidegaming42. That's where I'm usually at most times. Uh, and of course, twitch.tv slash modiggity, Instagram 42 modiggity42, youtube.com forward slash c forward slash modiggity42. Uh, Mo Side Gaming for YouTube. That's the gaming channel. Uh, you can go to anchor.fm forward slash the dash mo dash cast. Listen to the Mo cast that uh, Riley co hosts with me every time we do it. Uh, you can listen to that podcast and all your favorite little uh, uh, podcast streaming apps. And uh, you can go to uh, what is Mo Side Gaming at uh, tiktok.com as well because I'll, I'll put up like little gaming fucking videos and do other little bullshit on there. Have a blast doing it. Cool. Is that it? Is that all of it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's pretty much it. Okay. I got a Twitter at Riley Tweets. I got Twitch, Twitch.tv/slash Riley Streams. YouTube is now Riley and Friends. Riley ampersand Friends. Um, we got um fucking podcasts. Uh, Pokemon Variety Hour, uh, the redheaded stepchild Pixels Media that nobody cares about but me. You can find that on Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. There's the Riley Podcast Mega Feed in those same three places. And then there's uh, Mo already said the MoCast, so I can skip that one. <laughs> so there's also Big Guy, Little Guy, 
the other YouTube channel that I have where I do Let's Plays with my friend Andrew. Go check it out. It's good. And that's that's everything. As for the show, here's, I guess, fucking links in the description, everybody. You could email us. You could voicemail us. You could join our Discord. You could do all sorts of fucking things. It's crazy what what the internet can accomplish now. We got we got all sorts of things down there. We got a subreddit down there that nobody's joined to this day, <laughs> including the other host. The subreddit is just me. I made it. Genji put it in the description. He never joined it himself, and nobody else ever joins. Mosite Gaming has a subreddit, but I I cannot be uh, I can't be fucked to bother uh, with it at all. Like it, it's sort of like no one cares, and like I I hate Reddit anyway. Yeah, I, like I, I just did it because that's the thing you're supposed to do, right? Is have a a presence. Have a Reddit. Yeah, it's the front page of the internet, dude. You need a Reddit presence, but uh... God, Reddit sucks. Ugh. Can yeah. we talk about Reddit yeah. one day and just fucking like tear it to fucking shreds? Mo, we already did that, didn't we? Didn't we do a mocast about Reddit? <laughs> Let's fucking do it again. Like you can't fucking bag on Reddit hard enough for long enough. Like I can, that's a. That's something I can do fucking daily for like eight hours a day. Like it's so funny because I if I can make a job out of shitting on Reddit like full time, I fucking totally would. I remember you actively resisting doing the Reddit topic, and now you want to do Reddit too. (laughs) 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 But we'll do it after the stonks episode, and then after the music episode because I still have a guest booked for the music episode. We I forgot about stonks and music. We got to do stonks. We got to do music. We got to talk about that current political trend that I'm not going to mention on this show. Yeah, we got oh, so many, so, so, so many things to talk about on the boat. Right, uh, okay, I'll, I'll tell you that because I'll, I'll tease it for the audience. We won't actually tell you what exactly we're talking about. But if you can convince Robin to talk about it, like I, I'm totally down to talk about. It. I think she'll be down, but you know. Um, oh, oh, because because I I know she has some some something to say, you know, about like the whole fucking situation. I know she's got like some real opinions on it. Anyway, I just want to say real quick, I kind of flew past it during the plugs, but yeah, my YouTube channel is now Riley and Friends. I'm gonna have more of a focus on collaborative Let's Play content with all of my fucking wacky cast of characters that I hang out with on a regular basis. We got to do more Garfield Labyrinth, Mo. Now that now that no, collaborative yeah. let, now that collaborative let's plays are the primary focus of the channel, we got to pump out more Garfield Labyrinth episodes. Hey, I'm I'm down to do that whenever you are, man. I fucking love doing those, man. <laughs> it's so they're, good. They're a lot it's of fun. So funny. Uh, but anyway, I think this is about it for this episode of Pixels, Polygons, and Fun, the video game podcast where we talk about everything under the video game sun. I have been your fill-in host, Riley. And I've been your special guest, Modidi. And we'll see you next week for hopefully Jinji comes back and it'll be all normal again. Jinji, come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come back to Pixels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the running podcast is exhausting. I need I need Jinji to do it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I I do enough. I need Jinji to do this one. But yeah, see you next week, folks, for the bye. return of with the turn of our hero. Oh, I I bye-eed, uh, prematurely. All right, yeah, okay. Bye. Now now it's, now it's bye time. Three, two, oh, one. Bye bye bye. 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 Damn it.